Hey everyone, it's Lockie here and happy September spring to you. Today we're talking about 10 simple ways that you can save money and the one thing that will keep you spending more than you have. The answer will surprise you. All that in just a moment. You're listening to Mind Over Money presented by Waymaker. Archie. Hey Lachlan. G'day everyone. Hey, today we're sharing 10 simple ways that you can save money. So let's get straight into the list. Number one is switch to budget brands. We talked about this on the last episode. Hey Archie. Yeah, we sure did. Um, yeah, there's, there's, when it comes to branding, if we go for the, the ones that have no brand at all and you check them out, like in the supermarkets, uh, you actually find that the ingredients are really good and they're usually a really good product. Uh, it's just that they don't have any branding attached and they can be less than half the price. Yeah, we put a link into the show notes with Choice Magazine. They looked at an average basket in a supermarket and the low-cost budget tier brands was about $72 at Coles. Then the national brands was 142 So it's about $72, $73 difference, so double. Um, the yeah. difference. Now, that's a weekly shopping basket. So you times it over a whole year and you've got something like $3,700 a year in difference. And like that's, oh, that's just basic over. items. That's just yeah. basic items. Yeah. Um, norm- normally the the shop will be double that. So, you know, and, and buying plain brand or budget brands, uh, you know, you can do that for 150 instead of 300 a week. Yeah, and this is why we're seeing people using this new cash flow system through our Waymaker Advocacy Program are saving five, ten, fifteen thousand a year at the groceries um, yeah. just by making these simple changes. Yeah. Hey, another one we talked about last week was uh, buying frozen veggies. So why is this better? Uh, frozen veggies just make a lot of sense because the farmers are growing a great crop and then they can process it straight away, snap freeze it, it's convenient to move it around, you know, throughout Australia and you go to the supermarket and you're buying fresh vegetables that have come straight off the field, uh, you know, in the frozen food oil. So it just, it's just good value. Yeah, we'll, we'll put a link in the choice and about the veggies in the show notes below. Okay, number two is to look at your health insurance and really ask, what do you need? Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of young people paying 5000 plus in health insurance a year. And a lot of these policies bundle things together, but oftentimes half the stuff in it we don't even need. Yeah. I, I think, you know, when, it, when we're looking at all these different areas, you know, marketing 101 is that, you know, these providers are generally pushing fear and that if you go with another provider, you're not going to get the, the service that these guys give you or the or the, or the benefits that these guys give you. So you've really got to look into it rather than rely on that fear, you know, mm. and re- rather than rely on their marketing, you've just got to get in there and have a good look at it. So there's a government website that helps you do that mm-hmm. uh, to check out what your actual provider is, is giving you and what other providers can give you. And then you've got to probably make a few phone calls. Yeah, just really look at it in black and white and really mm. see what are the things that we need for our situation because health is very personal. And mm. find the policy that matches that. Uh, for us, I know that we need a crown at some point. Um, and I also had my wisdom teeth out uh, last year, I think it was. And, you know, there's an extras policy that 
fits that. It's only $6.50 a week. And that, that gives us about 60% back on, I did on the wisdom teeth and now on the crown as well. So, you know, things that can seem like a lot of money, like wisdom and crowns, um, there can be policies that cost really low, as low as $6 a week. Uh, mm. that can actually help with that. Yeah. So again, we can save quite a bit of money here, you know, so if mm. we're saving $200 a month on our health cover, that's $2,400 a year back in our pocket. Okay. Number three is just become mindful of your bills. Put value before convenience. You know, big brands tend to whack you with these, I call it the loyalty tax, uh, mm. in exchange for convenience. And people have this fear that if they leave a big brand, whether it's, you know, Telstra, Origin, Qantas, Suncorp, you know, just to name a few, I don't want to pick on these guys, but to name those big brands, you know, we have this fear that if we get away from them, we're losing that best value or service, but it's just not true. There, there are so many new players in every market, whether it's health, utilities, telcos, um, life insurance. Yeah. So, you know, with mobiles, I see this a lot. People are spending 150 plus a month on mobiles and they're getting pulled into these upgrades all the time. So they, they never quite get off these costly plans. And it's not the phone repayments that's the problem. It's, it's the plans that are attached to those phone repayments. And the mm. reason is simply convenience. Yeah. So in this case, you know, convenience can be costing you 2000 plus a year yeah. just on a phone. So when we're looking at these different areas, it's well worthwhile to spend a bit of time sorting out your phone side of things so that you can start saving. I mean, you think about 2000 a year over 10 years, that's $20,000. That's 20000 mm. off your mortgage. That's 20000 that could be going towards holidays. Uh, you know, so many better places we could be spending it. Yeah. Yeah. If you buy your phone with cash, there are a lot of options. Uh, mm. You know, you can get plans of companies that use the Telstra wholesale network for as low as 10 bucks a month. So I'm just switching over right now. Um, I'm breaking away from a big telco I've been with for, for a long time. Um, they're just not providing any service anymore. Uh, and I'm getting about 40 gig a month, uh, unlimited calls, texts, including internationals for $30 a month for no contracts. Um, mm. So yeah, if you, if you can save $30 a value. month, yeah, if you can save $30 a month, that's $360 a year. If you can save $50 a month, that's $600 a year. If you can save $100 a month, that's $1,200 a year. Um, and the same thing with internet, you know, NBN is agnostic, so it doesn't matter who you go with. Um, it's just as reliable or as unreliable sometimes as it is with any <laughs> provider. Yeah. Um, and you know, there's NBN 90 megabytes per second plans for as low as $59 out there with no contracts. So, you know, the key here is just don't stick with the big telcos just because of convenience or loyalty. Often their service isn't any better than the other players. And so, yeah, really just think about can we make a switch here? What's the best mm. value? And don't worry about brand loyalty, convenience, um, even the bundle and save. You know, I just did the math the other day and I found out even with this bundle and save, mm. I'm still better off moving somewhere else. It's still cheaper. Yeah. I'm still getting better yeah. value. So yeah, yeah don't, don't let those things keep you attached to a big brand. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I keep encountering when we're doing cash flow with people is, is the um, confusion that all this marketing creates. So, mm. and, you know, and when you're trying to talk to someone about it, um, you know, in a uh, call center, they're not able to really help you. And so you're still stuck in confusion <laughs> and that's yeah. part of what they want. Yeah. I've, I've had this too. I've been really confused with some of the plans I've been on for so long. And, and then I've just gone, you know what, I'm just going to get out of this company and go <laughs> with someone else and just go to a really simple plan. Um, yeah. So I actually understand what I'm paying for. Yeah. Yeah. Lachlan, I, I love what you've done with your electricity. So do you want to let people know what happened there? 
Yeah, a couple of months ago, we switched to just monthly electricity instead of quarterly. And the reason was um, we made some changes to our house, small changes like LED lamps. We just put lights on timers at nighttime. Um, so just keep the electrical cost down. But then we wanted to see that progress. So we switched uh, with our provider, which is AGL in Brisbane, to a monthly reading um, and, and monthly billing. And so on the app, it'll remind us to go do a monthly uh, meter read with the gas and electricity. So we just walk out, do the meter read onto the app, takes about 20 seconds and then we can see how much we've spent that month and we mm. can pay monthly so we can just keep closer to our electrical gas bill so we can tell, you know, at what our behaviours are actually adding up to as it relates to electricity and gas. So, yeah. yeah, talk to your electrical and gas provider, see if you can switch to monthly so you yeah. can just keep a closer eye on what you're actually, what your bill is actually going to be and you don't get that yeah. bill shock. Yeah. I, I love this because, you know, I, I've, I've actually seen some people that have received bills over $2,000 for one quarter. And wow. you, you think about that, you think $2,000, man, that's a holiday. You know, mm. that's that's so many things for a family. So you can actually gamify this with your family and say, hey, look, we're going to change the way we use electricity and then we're going to use this money that we save to go on a holiday or to do whatever it is that you're wanting to do. Yeah. And And the whole family can get involved. So I really like that one. And one thing I've realized with uh, TVs, don't leave the TV running all day. (laughs) You know, I know people used to leave the radio running all day. I like to leave, you know, Spotify with some jazz music. But yeah, some people leave the TV running all day and that thing can run up a bill. So Mm. yeah, keep, keep things turned off when you don't need them. Tip number, are we up to number four? I've lost track. Yeah. One, (laughs) two, three. Four. Should have put numbers on these. Tip number four is with transport. Uh, this is to use a website called Petrol Spy or apps like the 7 Eleven app to lock in your fuel. So, you know, often, you know, we just go down to the local petrol station, the closest one, again, convenience, and we just fill up at whatever the cost is at whatever day it is. But if we just get a little intentional about when we fill up and where we fill up, we can save quite a bit at the Bowser, more than you can save with those shopper dockets. Mm. So one website I just use is called petrolspy.com.au and I just have a quick look around and I can see huge differences between all the different petrol stations and yeah. I'll just go to the cheapest one. Yeah. And, and again, it's overcoming the, the convenience issue. So, you know, put a, little, put a little bit of effort in and yeah, you can get some great results there. Yeah. And uh, the 7-Eleven app is another one I use. Uh, it just allows you to lock in the cheapest price of fuel in your area and it holds it for seven days. So if you lock it in on a Monday or a Tuesday on the app, um, you'll usually find that the fuel price can go up, you know, 20, 30 cents by the weekend. And I've saved, you know, $17, $20 a Bowser sometimes filling up uh, with that with that fuel lock. So yeah, 7-Eleven, they've always got good cheap fuel. And yeah, you can save yourself some money there. Tip number... Five, five is to avoid big shopping centers where possible. <laughs> we were talking about this before and big shopping centers, we won't mention names. We all have one in our city. You know, they're designed to keep you in that building. They're designed to wear you out, you know, so you're mentally fatigued and you're more likely to make rushed buying decisions. We've, we've both been in a situation where we've been in a crowded shopping center. We're looking for something, you know, we finally find it. Our legs are dead. The brain's dead. And you just think to yourself, ah, oh, I'll just buy this to get the hell out of here. 
and you buy it, you get out to your car and it's nice and quiet and you're sort of driving home and already you're thinking, ah, that might not have been the best thing or, you know, I probably could have got that somewhere else cheaper. Oh, mate, as soon as we started talking about this one, it was just taking me back to exactly those feelings and <laughs> it, exactly that sort of stuff happening. Uh, yeah, and you just go, yep, that's why I avoid big shopping centres because, <laughs> yeah, it does catch you out. Yeah, especially during the school holidays, which we're entering right now, and Christmas mm. season, it just becomes a madhouse. And yeah. so with all the noise and energy of the place, um, yeah, it can just drain you out. And it's a bit like mm. going to Coles when you're hungry. You're going to spend more. There's <laughs> yeah. just so much on offer, especially yeah. when you're, you know, you're hungry, you're going to buy more food. Um, and so it can be a bit like that with shopping centers. Um, it's funny, a friend of mine used to design casinos and used to lay them out. And uh, guess who hired him next? Who who hired him next? It was a shopping center, <laughs> uh, and then a bank, uh, because you know he had the specialty of designing buildings that people couldn't get out of, <laughs> and so yeah, you can you can see why a shopping center or a bank would like to uh, to pick up some of those set of skills. Yes. Okay, number six is to remove frictionless spending services. Uh, so if we don't have the money, you know, we're going to be tempted to use credit cards. We're going to be tempted to use buy now, pay later schemes. Um, so yeah, the best thing and, you know, one click on Amazon. So if we can turn all those things off and just use our cash flow system, then we're not going to be tempted to spend money we don't have. Yeah. If it's really easy to buy something, you probably need to mm. think, mm, yeah, yeah, is this really, <laughs> is this really the best way to buy this? Yeah. So yeah. we yeah, we've got so much convenience now. And this is a marketing factor. Mm. You know, we want to make yeah. it easy for people to buy things. Um, but again, if we're trying to save money, we just got to be mindful of those really frictionless ways yeah. that you spend money. The retail industry is all about getting you to spend more money. And so all of these things do exactly that. They get you to spend more money. And um, and that means, you know, for the retail industry, they're making more money. So, so if we want to save money and we want to get ahead financially and find that financial freedom, these are the things we want to turn off yep. because, because the stats show us that they actually work to get us to spend more. We'll be right back in just a bit. Okay, we're back. Uh, tip number seven, carry a water bottle, one that you love. What's the go with that? <laughs> <laughs> this one sounds funny. Uh, so so we, we often have a sensation where we might feel that we're hungry, uh, but the reality is we're not hungry, we're actually thirsty. And mm. uh, I often catch myself standing at a cupboard and thinking about what, something to eat, and then if I look at how I'm feeling, I actually find, no, no, actually I need a drink of water. And so I can turn around and go over to the sink and grab a drink of water. And that takes away all the hunger, you know, issues that I'm having. So, uh, yeah, hydration is really important to, um, making sure that, you know, we're, uh, we're not eating stuff that we don't need to eat or, you know, thinking that it's, it's a food thing when it's not actually a food thing. But it's so easy to confuse dehydration with hunger. And mm. when we're dehydrated, we're, and we're not thinking clearly because our brain is a lot of water, right? And mm. so when we're not having enough water, our energy's low, our mind's not performing as it should be, hasn't got the fuel in the tank that it needs. Especially when you're out, you know, when you think, when you go out 
and whether it's, you know, to go out to the park or going to the shops or that, it, it's like carry that water bottle so that you're not caught up, you know, buying soft drink or buying other things uh, because you're actually thirsty. So, you know, and having that water, especially with kids and that too, you know, having water for the kids uh, keeps mm. them happy as well. Okay, number eight, um, we're powering through these. Uh, if you buy something, this is a tip for buying something, use the Choice Magazine and other tools like Google Shopping. So, Archie, you've been a big fan of Choice for many years now. Um, tell our listeners about that and why that's different to, you know, CanStar and other review companies. Yeah, I subscribe to Choice uh, on a quarterly basis. It's about $26, $27 a quarter. And you're allowed to go in there and, and see, you know, whatever it is that they've reviewed. Uh, so this has helped me buy beds and dishwashers and fridges and washing machines. And uh, at the moment, I'm looking at a, an air purifier. And you get in there and you actually see the differences in the products, the differences in their efficiencies, how effectively they work. And you can actually buy something that's going to last. And so mm. this latest one I've been looking at, you can get an air purifier from Aldi for $100. Or if you want one that actually works, it costs $1,000. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so, the, so the one from Aldi has very low efficiency. Uh, it really doesn't do anything. And it can only work in one room. But the one for $1,000 will purify the whole house, works extremely well, and you know you can get the replacement parts that are needed, the filters get replaced, and it's going to work for you and it's going to last. So that's what I find with these products, you know, is buying stuff that's going to last. Uh, with Aldi, you can't get the replacement stuff, so you end up throwing it out and getting another one. And, <laughs> uh, and you probably throw it out because it doesn't actually work, is the other thing. <laughs> and it's just chewing power. <laughs> What I love about Choice is that you're paying for it, so they're not being influenced mm. like other review sites uh, where they're trying to mm. pick up affiliate marketing or they've just been paid yeah. to review the product. Yeah. Like, that's useless. Yeah. And, and look, once, once you've found the product that you want to buy, you then Google it and, you know, you can pop in the actual proper product into Google and actually find where they're selling it and you can pick it up for a better price. So uh, mm. I, was, I was buying a dishwasher, which was a $1,200 dishwasher, and I ended up getting it on special for 600 bucks and got one of the top dishwashers out there. So, yeah, yeah. It, it pays to do this sort of thing uh, to, you know, get, the, get a good price but also get a good product. Yeah. Yeah, Google Shopping is great because it just brings up the price and where, it, where it's at, none of the other mm. details. Um, so once you know what you want, um, mm. you can compare it without even setting foot in a shop. Uh, number nine, switch to powder washing. What's this one about? Again, this comes out of Choice Magazine. Uh, it's looking at whether uh, a washing powder is actually better than a liquid uh, when it comes to washing clothes. Their results showed that uh, the washing powder is actually better, does a better job. And when it comes to washing machines too, I had a scientist friend years ago tell me that washing powder needs time to work. So give it you know, two hours to work and your clothes will come out so much cleaner and better, which means your clothes are going to last longer. So, mm. you know, so the cycle that you're using as well is, is also very important. And then we've also found with uh, uh, the dishwasher, uh, the research with Choice there showed that uh, the powder was better than the tablets mm. and, and cheaper. A, lot, a lot less money. Yes. Yeah. And, the, and the, the powders always work out a lot less money because, again, if you're paying for convenience, you've got to pay a premium for it. 
And whereas if we get the powders, it's a little bit less convenient, but they, they work a lot better, uh, especially with those liquids used in the washing of clothes. You're mainly just paying for water. <laughs> yeah. And because uh, all they've done is take the powder and mix it with water and created the liquid. Uh, whereas you can just get the powder a lot cheaper and a lot easier. So we're not paying for the transport of water around Australia. If you're running lots of washing in your house, you know, some families are doing multiple, multiple loads a day, you know, dishwashers being stacked multiple times a day. Yeah, that price over convenience really stacks up. Um, yep. What's the product What's the product that you use for that one? Uh, for the dishwasher, we're using Earth Choice and we found that it lasts about three months and because we can adjust how much we put in based on how dirty the dishes are. Mm. And, it, and it does a fantastic job. We were using the tablets for a while and we just found we we're going through a box of tablets every month, uh, which was costing close to $30. And the dishwashing powder costs us about 6 or $7, you know, that mm. can last up to three months. So there's a huge price saving there uh, by doing it that way. And you're in more control. So we're back to mindfulness again, you know, we're being mindful of what we're actually doing and getting the results from that. I love that. Okay, number 10, the final tip is to get a cash flow system. This is the best way to save money. We've been on about this the last couple of weeks, um, yes. but it's important. You know, cash flow system, it helps you get clear about your spending, helps you automate money, make those allocations uh, to the mm. different things that your money needs to go to. The, the big advantage of the cash flow system is getting the dopamine hits. So, mm. you know, that, that means we're feeling good about our finances. We're feeling great about our money and that helps us build our resilience. It uh, just builds our confidence and mm. you know, we, we keep doing it because we're getting such good results and we want to keep doing it. So often I've found you know, in the past that we fall into these convenience patterns because we think that we need to save time. And when, you, when you've got this cash flow system and you, you're saying, okay, if I want to do takeaway tonight, have I actually got the money for it? Uh, but also you can start to think, hang on, what have we got at home that we could eat and would it be quicker than trying to get takeaway? Trish and I have often found that, you know, uh, takeaway could take us an hour to get, whereas at home we've got something that could be ready in 10 minutes. And once we think about it, we go, no, let's go home and get, make what we're going to make because it's yep. going to be <laughs> much nicer and uh, a lot quicker to do. And so, yeah, that's what we'll end up doing. I love that. Uh, what's the closing thought for today, Archie? So, um, yeah, if we choose convenience every time, uh, we're going to find ourselves struggling with our money because mm. convenience, as we've just run through in these 10 points, convenience is costing us every time. So whether it's our phone or right through to, you know, what we're eating, uh, even water, you know, just having a drink of water, yeah, convenience will always cost us. That's good. I, and so to, to make that practical, I think I would just encourage listeners to get a piece of paper draw a line in the middle and just start having that conversation about what's in and what's out when it comes to convenience, because there are mm. things that we value convenience more over other things. So we can allocate money towards some things that are more convenient, but if we try and make everything more convenient, uh, we're going to end up with no money. So I'd, I'd encourage listeners to, uh, to work this out on paper and just have the conversation and maybe turn over that piece of paper and then start coming up with some ideas of how you can save money in your situation and yeah, have fun with it. Stay positive, encourage each other, create that environment mm. with your friends and your family. Um, and that's going to kind of counteract this culture of uh, spending culture that we have and uh, create a healthy culture where we're focused on how can we save money so we can put money towards our values. That's it. 
All right, guys. Well, we hope this these 10 things help you, um, mm. give you some ideas of how you can save money this spring and going forward. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation. I know I have. Thanks, Archie. And mm, Thanks, Lachlan. Actually, I'd encourage people to let us know if they've got any other hacks that they've come up with um, yeah. that they're finding really useful because, you know, we can then share it uh, again, on this podcast, like in the in the show notes, we could actually keep sharing what's what people are coming up with. Yeah, and on our Instagram too, at Waymaker Finance. We'll keep sharing yeah. these tips and hacks. Awesome. All right, Archie. Well, until next time, we'll see you guys later. Thanks, Lachlan. Thanks, everyone. Bye for now. And a reminder that everything we discussed today is for education purposes only. It does not take into consideration your personal financial goals or situation. So if you'd like some help and want to talk to someone about your particular financial situation, head on over to waymakerpodcast.com.au and we'll connect you with a qualified financial advisor. Thanks for listening, everyone, to Mind Over Money and have a great week.